Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt. Monday, November 15th edition, we have the closing arguments of the Rittenhouse trial and a verdict imminent, as I'm speaking to you now. We'll break that down for you. Plus, Fauci says boosters for all adults, all adults, very necessary. And the New York Times comes after the Buckster with a dishonest hit piece, the first of many, I'm sure, because they are commie scumbags. We will get into all of that in just a moment. For hardworking Americans, finding health care can be an expensive struggle, can feel like you don't have any real choice at all. That's why I'm introducing our friends at OneShare Health. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they're a nonprofit dedicated to helping thousands of Americans find affordable health care and support their members' communities through charity and volunteer missions. Their ACA exempt programs are perfect for small business owners or self employed or anyone who is fed up with the broken traditional healthcare system. Look, you can get $75 off your enrollment fee right now with promo code BUCK. You can even get $115 a month for your health care or $239 a month for your family. Plus, you'll get this $75 off enrollment fee when you use promo code BUCK. Call 833-230-4455 now or go to OneShareHealth.com for a fast quote in seconds. That's 833-230-4455 or OneShareHealth.com with promo code BUCK for your special offer. Rittenhouse should be found not guilty of all charges. Let's just start with that for a second. Rittenhouse didn't do anything illegal and didn't do anything wrong. In fact, I would take the position, and I do today at BuckSexton.com. You can read my piece there. There's no real justice for Kyle Rittenhouse. It's my view on all of this that Kyle Rittenhouse is... Suffering because of politics, he has been put into the jaws of all of this madness because the left decided to embrace the angry mob of BLM in the the summer of 2020 in an election year, no less. We always have to remind ourselves of this. There was a coercion in the background of the 2020 election. Vote for Biden or else There will be race riots. Vote for Biden or else stores will burn. But of course, the bigger problem we're supposed to be worried about is Donald Trump. He's so mean in his tweets. Oh, my gosh, the tweets are so mean. Kyle Rittenhouse never should have been on trial in the first place. In a sane and honest society, he never would have been charged with a crime at all. Um, He shot three assailants, killed two of them who were clearly attacking him. There's video of this. If there was not actually that level of evidence in his defense, I would think he's probably out of luck and would be facing at least one very serious count of homicide uh, and would be spending decades in prison. Fortunately for him, there is video and lots of it. And also the people attacking him are the usual left wing lunatic coward psychopaths who show up at these protests we're here for social justice we're here to bring bring justice to the streets by burning down stores looting a cvs stealing sneakers yeah a lot of justice in the streets when that happens if it's not lethal force uh that can be applied here when you're being attacked by a violent mob if that's not self-defense what is What are you allowed to do to defend yourself? 
But you have to remember that there were mobs of Joe Biden voters who were terrorizing the small city of Kenosha, Wisconsin, in the summer of 2020. And Rittenhouse stood against that. He wanted to protect people from that madness. That was his crime. As far as the left is concerned, it's not this is not a self-defense case. This is a Rittenhouse is a young, white, conservative male who armed himself and stood up against the mob. That's it. Not a lot. They don't want anyone else to think they have a right to do this. What the left believes is that if, if a BLM mob were to come into your neighborhood to burn down your business or your police station or perhaps your home, your duty is to let them vent their rage, you see. Stand aside. They get to use force. You don't. There are some real Maoist undertones to all this, too. Of course, the cultural revolution that is ongoing in this country right now. The weaponization of political correctness through wokeness. You must bend the knee to the ever-changing dictates of leftist orthodoxy or they will destroy you. And you certainly are not allowed to use force to defend yourself against their force. Mob violence is a tool of the left, don't you see? They don't want that tool being taken out of their kit. They like to have that at hand. Oh, now, when our side, of course, has any any riot that occurs, we hear about it forever. It's a threat to the nation. It is undermining our very democracy when they have months of riots all across the country, far more destructive, far more people killed, far more police officers assaulted. That's in the pursuit of social justice, they tell you. Well, with Kyle Rittenhouse, they created a monster through lies. And that's why they wanted him destroyed. It didn't matter that it wasn't true. They don't care that as the facts have come out, we have seen that he is innocent of these charges. And they have the dumbest people you will ever come across in your life weighing in on this, including CNN's Jim Acosta, where he says, I mean, just the usual CNN is a bad place now for bad people. That's what it has become. I'm, I have to be honest with you. I have to have to tell you the truth about it. Yeah, I mean, he, he sounds like he's watched too much Bill O'Reilly. I mean, he's acting like Archie Bunker in there. And I'm sorry, it's supposed to be a courtroom. I don't get it. You know, I know there are cameras in the courtroom. It's really sort of an argument against cameras in the courtroom, which I'm a big proponent of. We should have cameras in the courtroom. But none of the judge is going to act, act like Archie Bunker. Yeah, the judge is the problem. Sorry, the judge has seen too many, too much Bill O'Reilly. That's what he says. I heard someone, and I know this is, if I tweeted this, I thought about this. You're lying. I heard some leftists walking on the street, and I assume they're talking about this trial. They said, oh, dude, the judge has been bought off. Someone paid him. That's what they all say now. Because the alternative is they're just wrong. The alternative is that they smeared a kid who, whether you think he should have been there on the streets or not, had a God-given right to defend himself against leftist mob lunatics. That's it. It's actually very straightforward. But this country hasn't really come to grips yet with how disgusting and destructive the Biden voting mobs of 2020 were and how it is a stain. It is a shame on our national honor that that was allowed to occur. The Democrats did not stand against it. They encouraged it. They fanned the flames, in some cases, literally fanned the flames. They made it worse than it would have otherwise been. And the country is a worse off place because of it. Kyle Rittenhouse stood against the mob. That was the only crime you could say he committed. And that is not, in fact, a crime.
it's just something that upsets people who believe that their emotions and their authoritarian impulses should rule the day. And anybody who would exercise their Second Amendment rights in defense of their or others' basic rights is something to be a person to be squashed by the left. That is what you see with all of this. I got some great sleep this weekend, and it was thanks to my pillows because I've got the best pillows you could ever have on my bed. Mike Lindell hooked me up with my very own my pillow. They've got such an incredible assortment of other products: the mattress topper, the Giza sheets, my towels, my slippers, and more. Listeners like you have helped build my pillow into the amazing company it is. And Mike Lindell, the founder of it, wants to give back to all of you. Right now, you can get great discounts on my pillow products by going to mypillow.com right now and clicking on the radio listener special square. You're going to see rotational offers up to 66% off on products like their pillows, mattress topper, and the Giza sheets, but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. So speaking of authoritarian impulses and the madness of the left-wing apparatus in this country here's the latest on i mean fauci is is straight up saying you don't have individual rights you take the shots you do the things we tell you to do or else that's this guy's position he's fauci the fascist he's an evil little smurf tyrant and people that still listen to him that still believe in him should be ashamed ashamed at either their cowardice or their stupidity depending here he is talking about his view this guy's a this guy's a public health bureaucrat and now we're, we're supposed to listen to him like he's what? The provost of America? He's the, the dean of the United States? I mean, what exactly is his role? Well, one of the things that to me was most difficult to accept is that we put together a good plan for how we were going to try and dampen down the spread of infection early on, thinking that that was accepted by everybody and then... The next day, the president saying free Michigan, free Virginia. What, what, I, I didn't quite understand what the purpose of that was, except to put this misplaced perception about people's individual right to make a decision that supersedes the societal safety. That, to me, is one of the things that I think went awry in all of this. I mean, do you hear do you hear how the tyrant thinks individual rights supersede society? We've lived with flu and all kinds of viruses, you know, that spread through droplets for our entire lives. Now, all of a sudden, it's hide mask up, mask up between bites, Lysol, your groceries, social distance, six feet, maybe three feet, maybe 10 feet, maybe 20 feet. The vaccines are 95 percent effective. Actually, the vaccines are 50 percent effective after six months. and You're going to need another shot. Well, no, only people that are at high risk will, will need the additional booster shot. Actually, turns out as of a couple of days ago, Fauci's now saying if you look at the Israeli data, everybody who's an adult needs the booster. Oh, OK. So they're allowed to be entirely wrong again. They're allowed to be incorrect after saying they knew they didn't say they thought they said they knew. Meanwhile, the rest of us are supposed to listen or else. Or else you're a bad person. You're a person who is dangerous to be around. You want to make things worse for everybody in the country. Let me let me say to you now, friends, um, it is a badge of honor 
uh, for anybody who loves this country and the Constitution to be attacked by the New York Times. This came out on Friday by Tiffany uh, Sue and Mark Tracy, uh, two obvious lib activists at the New York Times, who are media reporters. Oh, gee, that's a really that requires a lot of expertise for that job. On podcasts and radio, misleading COVID talk goes unchecked. False statements about vaccines have spread on the wild west of media, even as some hosts die of virus complications. Okay, well, I've had the virus and I've told plenty of people to get the shot, including my own family members. And I am not opposed to people getting the shot if they are at risk or if they just choose to get it. And I'm not somebody who even thinks that the risks from the vaccine are particularly high for most healthy people. And yet I'm lumped in here in this this hit piece with some guy who is a a self-described citizen reporter. And he says that that the vaccines were the product of a global coup d'etat by an evil cabal. So that's how they start the piece. And then they go a little bit further and they get down to me. Interesting, by the way, I'm not a citizen reporter. I have millions of social media followers altogether and co-host the largest radio show in the country. So. That's an interesting one. Why, why am I included with this guy, you would say? Why does that make any sense? I've, I've never heard of Rick Wiles before. I have no idea who this person is. Oh, he does a podcast. I do a podcast. So, you know, same thing. Anyway, they have a photo of me up here, and this is what they write. Buck Sexton, the host of a program syndicated by Premier Networks, recently floated, recently floated the theory that mass COVID-19 vaccinations could speed the virus's mutation into more dangerous strains. He made this suggestion while appearing on another uh, host's podcast, The Jesse Kelly Show. My man, Jesse Kelly. Uh, The theory appears to have its roots in a 2015 paper about vaccines for a chicken ailment called Marek's disease. Its author, Andrew Reid, a professor of biology, said his research has been misrepresented by anti-vaccine activists. Okay, let's let's have some fun with this one for, for a second, shall we? The New York Times, a trash heap. Am I an anti-vaccine activist? That would be fascinating to, to know, considering that I have said for 18 months now, well, for as long as we've had the vaccine and then leading up to when we had the vaccine, when I was saying Operation Warp Speed would hopefully be a huge success, that if you are at high risk, I think it makes sense. And I've advocated for people to get the shot. So I'm a hell of an anti-vaccine activist when I'm somebody who has gotten the shot, as you know, against my will, really, but. And has told everybody else who is at any substantial risk to get the shot as well, in my opinion. I'm anti-mandate. Ah, that's not the same thing, is it? No, but they just lump it all together. But let's actually break it even a little bit further down here. I mean, on the one hand, it's fascinating that the whole point of this article is to call for the censorship of podcasts, just so you know. The New York Times, a newspaper, wants corporate censorship of podcasts that talk about COVID for being uh, for for misinformation. So and I want to be clear, the New York Times, a bunch of gutless coward libs. That's it's full of it over there. They completely back Fauci, never criticize him. They back the people who told you mask up between bites, Lysol, your groceries. It mostly spreads on surfaces. We need a million ventilators. Masks don't work. Actually, they do work. Actually, you need two. Actually, you need an N95. Actually, you need one. Kids need masks in school. Why? The data shows they don't. Shut up and mask up in schools. Schools need to be closed. Why? It's perfectly safe. There are plenty of other places where people are congregating. No, the teachers unions want it. 
The vaccines are 95% effective. One and done. Take the mask off. You're finished. Actually, no. They, they reduce effectiveness dramatically over the course of six months. You're going to need boosters. Maybe you're going to need boosters forever. The people that have been wrong on all of that have absolutely no, they get no heat from the New York Times. They're still to be obeyed, never mind listened to, obeyed the mandates that they put out there. You must listen to them. Fauci has been wrong and wrong and wrong again. I consider I would debate any person on planet Earth on these issues and crush them because the record speaks for itself. They say, oh, the data changed. No, that's see, that's not the point. The point is they said they knew and then they were wrong. If I tell you I know something for a fact and then I am wrong, that's not okay. That's what Fauci does. So let's start with that. This is a hit piece. It's grotesque. It, you know, they, they even bring in, you know, they bring in uh, my parent company at iHeart to try to bring some heat from the top down on me. I mean, the worst, the worst kind of gutter character assassination from them about what, what and now let's get into what I said. First of all, the notice how they don't quote me. That's always a tell, isn't it? Where's the quote? Where's me floating the idea? Floating. That's such an interesting word to use, isn't it? Did I say that was what was happening? Did I say we were going through a Merrick syndrome? Did I make that claim ever? No, I did not. How long ago was this? They wrote this piece on Friday. When did I say this thing that they're now bringing up? Early September, over two months ago, almost three months ago now. Just wondering, just wondering, why leave that out? Oh, because we were having a conversation in August, September about what the heck is going on. Why are cases spiking so rapidly? Why did they spike all summer? You know what the answer was? Because the vaccines don't work very well for very long to stop transmission. That's the real answer. That's why we all have to get boosters now. That was a possibility we discussed then. But, oh, but what, what, what is my sin, according to the New York Times, my, my COVID misinformation sin? I said in the course of I said it on the radio show, too, by the way, and on this podcast. It's not like I was just saying it randomly to my buddy Jesse Kelly on his show. I said it in plenty of places. I said there are people. I, I still have the emails and text messages from infectious disease doctors who weren't saying this is happening. They're saying they were concerned given the spike in cases. And given that it didn't seem to make any sense, considering we were told that the Pfizer vaccine was 95 percent effective at preventing infection, they said they were wrong. But I still have the communications. They said there's a concern that we could be seeing some version of a Merrick syndrome. Which and I know that, oh, the epidemiologist, yeah, this guy stumbled on something that was true. That doesn't mean that he knows everything about everything. And we have to listen to him for every either. I think it's so funny. Oh, people are misrepresenting my research. No, they're not. Is it possible? Here's some statements of fact. Is it possible for a virus to come into contact with a weak vaccine and mutate specifically in response to that? The answer to that question, I can point you to the journals and 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 places that they cannot refute. The answer to that question is, yes, it is possible. Is that happening? It doesn't look like it right now. At one point, people were concerned that it could have been happening. So I raised the possibility from medical professionals. But the Joe Rogan talked about the same thing on his show, and they went crazy on him for it, too. So so their whole point here is what? It was misinformation to think that the vaccines were so were weak enough that maybe they were creating the grounds for some kind of a speed up in mutations. 
That turned out to not be the official that that turned out to not be what the official data shows. What it does show is the vaccines basically stop working to prevent transmission after a period of time. And the people who were saying they work so well for the last six months, they go they get away unscathed on all of this. Fauci and the rest of them. No, that's fine. That was science. Oh, but you ask any questions and it's misinformation. Shameful little cowards at the New York Times. Don't say when I said it. Don't say what I said. Make it seem like I said it was happening. I didn't say it was happening. I said there were people who were raising this as a concern and a plausible explanation for the spike in cases at that time. Notice they do the thing with Fauci constantly. Oh, well, new data came in and Fauci evolved with it. So he's okay. All right. First of all, that's not true. But just second of all, notice that doesn't apply here, does it? Someone said something a few months ago about what was possible. Let's pretend they said it was happening and are being dangerous and misinforming people and then put them in line with actual anti-vaccine activists, people that believe in no vaccines. How could anyone take the New York Times seriously? How could anyone listen to or read the work of of these absolute cowards? I mean, there's so many words I want to use, and I probably could because we're on a podcast. No, there's not enough censorship on podcasts, so I can say whatever I want. But Tiffany Sue and Mark Tracy are scum. They're scum. They should call in. They should call into the radio show. They should call in and try to address on air with me. Why, why didn't they quote me, at least? They quoted the other guy. It's an egg that hatches into a synthetic parasite and grows in your body, Mr. Wiles said on his October 13th episode. They quoted the other guy and gave the date. Why didn't they quote me and give the date of when I said it, too? Oh, because the quote would show that I was just explaining something that is, by the way, still true. It is still possible that that could happen. And we are engaged in a mass vaccination campaign for a rapidly mutating virus with a new technology. This is a global first for humanity. What we are being what we are being uh, told we must do right now. These are these are all facts. This is all reality. Do I know what's going to happen? Do I know how many cases? No, I, I don't know what the winter's going to look like. I don't know how many more boosters we're going to have to get. Maybe they come up with a pill that finally kills COVID entirely this spring or something. I don't know. But I'm honest with you about what I do and don't know. This, this little piece in the Times, disgusting. Notice how I can just pull it all apart. They don't quote me. They leave out the date. They quote and date other people. They start with other people that I've never even heard of that are saying objectively insane things. And then they say that I floated a theory. Did I say that it was true? Or did I say that this was a theory that was under discussion at the time by medical professionals? Oh, it was the latter. But that doesn't seem crazy, right? So they don't want to put that in the piece because then it's, oh, you're just trying to hit at somebody who's been right on COVID over and over again. Who's been more accurate, me or Fauci? Who said last fall... The little idiots in charge are going to call for double masking. Months before Fauci shows up and goes, I think you need to double mask. That's on record, folks. Public record. Published. You can go check online. They're going to call for double masking because single masking is such a debacle and doesn't work and it's so obvious. How many times have I gone through this? How many times have I said they're wrong about this? And then I end up being right. But, oh, Fauci, he's just changing with the data. And the libs at the New York Times are walking around outside with their masks on. And there's all this COVID misinformation. I mean, referring to me in any way as an an anti-vaccine activist is a slander. 
It's a slander. It really is. It's like calling me a member of the Chinese Communist Party. It's an idiotic thing to say for which there is no basis in truth. This is from the New York Times. I dare them. I dare them to come at me publicly. Fine, they can do it on Twitter because I know they're scared of little beta males. The New York Times, I want to call in. His voice will scare me. Bring it. Explain yourselves. Why didn't you quote me? Why didn't you give the date of what I said? Why don't you explain what I said? Why don't you explain that I never said it was happening, but I was discussing a theory among several theories? And why don't you admit that the answer turned out to be the vaccines don't work for very long? What's a bigger deal? Me saying that there are concerns among some in the epidemiology community that the vaccines are ineffective to a degree that they may actually be allowing the virus to get a taste of what it's going to have to overcome. Which which that that was the whole the whole thesis that's we, we don't have that proven that we haven't seen that occur. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you the truth about it, but that was the theory and it was based in science. It still could happen, by the way. Notice the uses of the word could. And yet the problem isn't the people that told you the vaccine was one and done and you're safe and you're fine and it will stop the spread. The problem is people like me that tell you about those other folks who actually make decisions for you are not having discussions that you get to make your own decisions about. The people that are mandating things, they're fine. They don't upset the New York Times. People like me, we're the problem. Oh, okay. Bring it, you little New York Times commie scum. Anytime, anywhere, the fight continues. Thanks for being here with me on the Bucks Exton Podcast. Appreciate it, team. Back tomorrow, Shields High.